With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Here with the 282nd episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to title this episode, Who's Going to Block Vita Vea? That's Tampa Bay's big 347-pound nose tackle or defensive tackle who I know y'all saw against Dallas just pushing his way into the backfield. He's healthy after that ankle last year and uh, will be quite the challenge as we preview the upcoming game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 4.05 p.m. Sunday at Raymond James Stadium. We're going to go through five items here, how to beat the Bucks. The series record, Coach Bruce Arians on screens, the injury report, and then finally, who's going to block Vita Vea. The Dallas Cowboys um, gave the Falcons the formula, which is to test the perimeter with a quick passing game to uh, upset the Bucks. Dak Prescott, in his first game back, threw for 403 yards and three touchdowns. Amari Cooper had a big game. C.D. Lamb had a big game as the Bucks won 31-29. to But the Cowboys moved the ball in that quick passing game, throwing a lot of screens, a lot of things outside uh, to, to um, you know, keep pace with the Bucks. And Greg Zerg line, Greg the leg, missed two field goals and an extra point. So, um, you know, they had opportunities for 36 points. I lost the game 31 to 29. So if the Falcons can follow that, follow that formula, you know, it's going to uh, require some better pass blocking than they did last week. Uh, don't have to um, do it for long, but Matt Ryan's got to be able to stand in the pocket and deliver the ball for uh, outside to the perimeter so that you're not running at the strength of the Tampa Bay defense. The two tackles backed up by Levante David and Devin White, and then you got Jason Pierre-Paul, William Ghoston, and Shaquille Barrett on the outside. So how to beat the Bucks? attack the perimeter like the Rams did last year and the Dallas Cowboys did this year. Uh, running right into the teeth of that defense is not um, – not a way to live. So we'll see what the Falcons take from Dallas and the Rams and see if they attack like they uh, like Dallas did in a successful manner. Let's move on to number two, the series. It's hey, this is the fifty-six meeting. The Falcons lead the series twenty-eight to twenty-seven. Uh, Tampa Bay won both games last year. Uh, 31-27 on December the 20th uh, in Atlanta. That was uh, the Antonio Brown got loose uh, for the touchdown game. And then they beat the Falcons 44-27 to on January the 3rd 
down in Tampa, 21. Uh, <clears throat> that wasn't much of a game. They jumped out to a 20-3 lead and cru cruised to the win. And Brady threw four touchdown passes in that game. All right, let's move on to uh, Coach Bruce Arians. It's a question here from Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times on should they be expecting teams to try to copycat what Dallas did against them? Uh, Andrew Adams, he might have made the biggest play of the day on the tackle on, on Zeke down there at the goal line. Um, but you are, you are thin it there. And, and I thought they sort of had a game plan not dissimilar than the Rams a couple years ago where they, they tested your perimeter and made those guys come up and tackle. Is, is you expect to see more of that uh, in what is a copycat league? No, there's no doubt, Rick. No doubt, brother. That's, you got to put the fires out each week, you know. And uh, I think they had a nice plan. Um, uh, but it's still, the game comes down to situational football. Right. And, and we won situational football. So, um, but, yeah, we, we'll see the same things. They had a nice plan defensively, um, too. But, uh, you know, I think we're a bit further along, maybe offensively now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're going to see screens, screens, screens. Throw it out there and see if you can make the tackle. Thanks. All right, that's Coach Arians. He's expecting screens, screens, and screens. And see if they can make the tackle. So let's go to the injury report because they did um, lose a corner. Sean Murphy Bunning to IR. And their long snapper, Zach Treanor, to, um, he had a hand injury. So um, Murphy Bunting. Had a dislocated elbow, former second-round pick out of Central Michigan uh, in 2019. He's down for three weeks at least. They signed Andre Adams from the practice squad. Her, uh, Rick referred to the tackle against Zeke that he made. Uh, he was a practice squad flex last week, but he'll be on the active roster here moving forward. They also signed Carson Tinker, former Jacksonville long snapper. And then cornerback, journeyman cornerback Pierre Desir out of Lindenwood College right outside of St. Louis. Pierre has been with several teams, former Browns draft pick, but big corner to uh, help the uh, Bucks who are having uh, some cornerback issues here early in the season and secondary issues. But um, Coach Aarons is hoping to get Jerome, Jordan Whitehead back. Jordan Whitehead back and here is uh coach talking about that answering a question from greg allman of the athletic in tampa bay on last friday next game if you knew what your reasonable chances were to get jordan whitehead back for, for week two he's looking really really good this is probably about 90 percent right now um hopefully we can get him back with these three more days and have him practice the next week if you had him back, Bruce, would that give you flexibility to consider using Mike Edwards at all at nickel, or is that not part of the plan? Uh, yeah, we got, it gives us great flexibility. Antoine's played it, and, you know, Mike's played it, so it gives us real good flexibility to interchange those guys a little bit more and, um, and, and still have Russ on the field, too. So, yeah, it, it, gives us, it gives us a lot more flexibility. We were thin real fast last night. All right, that's Coach Bruce Arians discussing his secondary that was attacked by the Cowboys. Uh, but they did prevail, 31-29. to 29. Now we uh, get to the question of the week. Who's going to block Vita Vea? Tampa Bay's young defensive tackle who's back and healthy and was wrecking the Cowboys line last 
Thursday night. We know how the Falcons line played. Uh, Jake had good, a good grade. Uh, Chris Lindstrom, as expected. Um, Chris and Hennessy did pretty good blocking together in tandem. Caleb McGarry held his own. Didn't see a lot of push over there. Uh, had a penalty. Uh, and then Jalen Mayfield, the rookie who had to play, uh, you know, just uh, had a bad outing. Just a bad NFL experience his first time out. Now the question is going to be, who's going to play left guard? All options are being considered, as uh, Coach Smith told us yesterday. And uh, it is our belief that it's going to go to Drew Dahlman, the uh, fourth-round pick from Stanford. I know they liked him a lot. We're surprised that he was there still in the fourth round. Uh, but both of those kids, they, they tried to play him early in the exhibition. Well, they played him in the exhibition season. Didn't want to play him early. Uh, wanted to ease him into the league, but they didn't have much option with how things shook out. Uh, with McGarry coming back, uh, Mayfield spent some time at right tackle. Took away from if they if he's going to be the left guard, they could have just put him there from the beginning. Uh, they thought Josh Andrews could handle it. Uh, Josh is a veteran. He's 30. He's been around, um, you know, the league's been in, uh, with the Eagles and the Colts, but he broke his hand right before the start of the season. And, um, Matt Gunnell, who was supposed to be in this competition, uh, was not. We saw him in camp early on with a neck brace. Uh, he's not close to returning yet either. We checked on that. So he's not an option. So... We've got it handicapped. You got Mayfield, Kobe Gassett, and Drew Dahlman. Uh, don't be surprised if we hear the reports about players being in there for tryouts today. We're, we're, we'll be working on that in the meantime. Uh, but we're broadcasting probably before that's going down. And, um, I mean, if they make a trade, I mean, you know, it was time to do that. Uh, you know, you can move veterans now. You don't have to guarantee the salary for the full year uh, after that first game. So, uh, fully expect, you know, guys that might have been on the street to maybe be in here working out and maybe sign and, and playing this week. But, you know, they already picked up Kobe Gossett from the Browns, played at North Forsyth and Appalachian State. So, um, they have some options. One other option, I was like, hey, um, Man, you could put Dahlman at center and move Hennessy over. Uh, but, nah, they didn't want to do that because, you know, Hennessy's been there. And, uh, you know, it's easier to put Dahl. You don't want him to have all the calls and all that. So, it's, uh, you know, they tried everything that's, you know, your plans never work the way you think. But, um, to know what, they're certainly down one a veteran lineman. And two of them are, uh, you know, Gano and Andrews and so now you got to play these rookies when you know you know they're not ready to play and we saw how that worked out against the Eagles uh, for Jalen Mayfield but they think he's going to be a player eventually uh, you know is it this week do you mess him up by playing him against Sue and um, Vea or do you go ahead and let him go out there uh, uh, and you know uh, try to learn on the job and so forth this is going to be a game where they're moving and cutting anyway uh, so you're not trying to line up and drive block that big guy, but um, we'll see. But as we, who's going to block Vita Vea? Uh, that's going to be Lindstrom most of the time. He was on that side, but Coach Todd Bowles, who 
didn't get the job here twice. He um he's gonna move him around. He put him at in against Dallas and had him at least throw somebody in the Dak's lap a couple times. So uh it's gonna be interesting to see. Everybody's gonna probably see him. Certainly uh McGarry. Uh they've attacked him before with Devin White, Shaq Bear to be on that side. Uh so it's not gonna be a lot of time to drop back. So uh, you know, Lindstrom will get Via and with some help from uh, Hennessy. And then that was the best combination last week, block, run blocking. Pass blocking and just, you know, once you get into the drop back zone, we know they don't hold up. And then the rookie was uh, whiffed. He whiffed a couple. We whiffed on one for sure. Just grab him at that point. I don't even know why they don't teach that. Um, you know, grab him, tackle him, take the penalty. Don't let the quarterback get hit. So, um that's where we're at with who's going to block Vita Vea. We're going with Drew Diamond at left guard. All things are on the table. I wouldn't be surprised if they stick with Mayfield. They like him. If he has a good week of practice, he's in a good headspace. Yeah, let him go get it. Let him go earn it. Uh, you know, they think he can play. Let's see it. Let's go. Um, but I'm, I'm not expecting that. But we'll stay on top of it to report it. We're fully expecting a veteran to be signed here in the next 24 hours, but we'll see about that also. So let's just wrap it up here. The 282nd episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. We want to thank all you all for listening, for subscribing on AJC.com, and also for following us on Twitter at DOrlandoAJC. The season's off. Not the start we thought, but um, 16 games and uh, – We'll hear for the we'll hear for the roller coaster. Uh, we went over how to beat the Bucks. Dallas showed you, and the Falcons receivers have got to be Ridley, Alamade, Zacchaeus, and Russell Gage making plays in the screen game. Hey, and uh, another thing I saw this week, I'm like, hey, put an RPO package, put an RPO in there for Felipe Franks. You know, you saw uh, the Raiders dust off um, Mariotti. Uh, run, ran him a little bit. The Bears were, were going between the 20s with the red rifle and then putting in Justin Fields. Hey, get creative. You got to do something to help this line out. There you go. The series, 28-27. Arians expecting screens. Early week injury report. Come back to AJC.com for your injury reports throughout the week. The official ones come out around 4 o'clock on Wednesday Thursday and Friday, and we'll have them posted there unless they're blank like the Falcons was last week. So, and then who's going to block Vita Vea? So, the front, the matchups will be Lindstrom, Hennessy, and we're projecting Dahlman against Vita Vea and Duncan Sue. Big battle for the Bucks and the Falcons on Sunday at 4.05. With that, we're going to get out of here. Thanks for listening to the 282nd episode of the Bowtie Chronicle Podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons.
In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces, as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents... Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny... One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.